Yeah. You say it in the same way every week, and then you say you're all right after it. Do I? Every week. Oh, are you all right? Yes. Good. <laughs> so nice. Said a little single on then, didn't we? Uh, yes, I was singing um, The Heart Does Go On while it's cradling the microphone. Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called? Yeah, The Heart Does Go On. Near far, wherever you are. It's that next to you. <laughs> Believe that the hot dogs go on. Go we were on. watching Peter... That's why it's in my head, you know, because we were watching Peter Kay's... Do you know his old one? Mm-hmm. Where he does the um, the songs where he, he changes... What? He changes the words? He what, is that what we're saying? Words, no, I know, but he says the words same like other words. It's called Misheard Lyrics, I think. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. The weird thing about it is when I was listening to it, I was like, I don't actually know what the real words are now. Now he said that, I don't know. Well, I do for the heart does go on. Yeah. But like on some of the other ones that I didn't know the song as well, I was like, I don't actually know what the lyrics are anymore. I can't figure out what they are. Staple the Vicar. <laughs> <Is> that... <laughs> That's one of the Vicar. Yeah, but I don't know the real lyrics. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's, uh, isn't it weird how you can't like... How do you think you found them? He just listens to a lot of music. Do you think that's what it he is? He did it in Peter Kay. Do you remember in Phoenix Nights where they've got like quiz and it's like, what's the next lyric? And he's going, dun, 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 dun. And then they start outside and they go, walking on, on the moon. moon. Walking on the moon, get it down. <laughs> you know what? You say that. So how would you say that so much that I know that from you saying that? Walking on the moon, it. get it down. Get it down. <laughs> I know I've watched it. I've watched it several times, but... Um, I love Peter every time Kay. we talk about Phoenix Nights, I really want to rewatch it. I think we should. I think it stood the test of time. I could watch it again. It does and again. stood the test of time. Every day. It's all on YouTube as well, isn't it? Because I feel like we watched it like if not, back, be, back in the day when we first snippets. started going out. There'll be snippets if they're not the full episodes. But I imagine the full episodes are all. I'm sure we watched it all on YouTube. I'd go and watch it in the cinema. I'd watch a live um, kind of like interpretation of it, interpretive dance of Phoenix Nights. I'd watch. I'd just watch any Would kind you? of Phoenix Nights. I just think it's brilliant. Is he still on his tour? It's yeah, he's not stopping, is he? He's doing like three, four years of it. Is it? Yeah, because he said he wanted to protect his mental that, health yeah. and do some. Did work. he actually officially say that? Mm, so Did he can look after himself. Yeah, so he didn't want to do like one every week. So he's doing like one, then having a week off, then doing a couple in a row. Then I like a week that. Off. I think that's a better way to do it. Can we do the podcast like that? Like just take a couple of weeks off. And <laughs> I don't think we've got enough listeners to take a few weeks off. But I'll be. How many listeners do you need to take to protect your mental health, Jan? I don't know, I like this. It, it boosts my mental health. I was going to say, I enjoy this. And realistically, it takes us like 45 minutes. Yeah. His tour takes him hours and travelling. Some people edit the podcast, not us. Yeah, I do. I cut out the first bit where there's no noise and the last bit where there's me pressing the off button. It takes me all the time. I don't seconds. know what we'd edit, though. Most people edit the like ums and ers, and they also edit like any kind of dead space. All oh, right, there's never any dead space with me around. Sometimes I don't like is. silence. I know, but sometimes we don't speak and then we both go, hang on, we're on a podcast here, we need to both speak. Yeah, all right, I see what rare. you're saying. But also when I'm silent laughing. I think some people are a lot more professional as well, so like they want to get it perfect. So like if there's any bits that they don't like, like they'll they'll do that thing where they'll say something and then they'll go, hang on, I didn't like that bit. Right, I'm gonna oh, yeah. I'm gonna edit that bit out, I'll start again. Sometimes I ask you to cut things out but you say no. That's correct. <laughs> Imperfectly perfect. Oh, that's not true, actually. You burped once and I cut it out. Yes, that's probably for the best. I don't actually know if we told people that in the episode either. Did we not? There was just a big burp in the middle of it, and I was like, I should probably get rid of that. <laughs> I feel like you kept one in as well, though, one time, because I was heard. furious about that. I think it was in the middle of a sentence. Oh. Ah, who wants what? It's your fault. Is it me? Yeah. All oh, right, sorry about that. 
Yes, That's not even know. a useful alarm. I'm been... sorry we've been through this. At the minute, I can't function through life without an alarm. I don't know when they're coming because that's why I've got them. <laughs> but that doesn't explain when we just did the client episode and a random YouTube video started playing. Oh, that was just my fingers leaning on my phone that I thought I'd locked, but I didn't lock. I've never heard anyone say the fingers are lent on something. <laughs> Big your fingers that they can lean on something. Lean on me. When you're not strong. Why did you go like Icelandic then? <laughs> Then, then, Iceland or Swedish, Swedish, that's know. where you went. No, I didn't go anywhere. Then you're not strong. Mum's got to Iceland. Oh, best, better, better get off then, Anna. No, I, my mum. I can do this on my own. Can you? Well, I wrote it, so you'd think so. Yeah. <laughs> I should be fine. But yeah, but it's not as fun when you do it on your own because I've done a few on my own recently and all I talk about was how it's not as fun no, no, when I'm on my own. No, it's not as fun when you're on your own. I'd have a great time. Phil, that's not very nice. Well, I'm here for the truth. Even if you don't like the truth. <laughs> I tell you frequently how much more fun you make my life. And I tell when you do you tell me backwards? <laughs> when I tell you backwards. <laughs> Does that make sense? <laughs> and then when do you tell me that back? Anyway, today... <laughs> <laughs> Five daily habits that we're both doing right now to look after our health as parents. Complete open and honest communication. <laughs> what does that mean? Is that the first habit? Yeah. Is it? <laughs> I didn't want it. All right. Well, like six to be habits. fair, that is helping us survive. We're just dead blunt. Yeah. We are really blunt. Mm-hmm. I tell Phil when he's doing me editing. Very rare. Phil never tells me. <laughs> I just go and take myself off somewhere for two minutes. Silently has an argument with me in his head. <laughs> I always win it. <laughs> Never lost one yet. <laughs> right, so number one, we do actually do some habits though. The five of them. <laughs> speak about them now. Helping us as new parents, I feel like even if you're not a parent, this can go. I mean, the, this works, but it's um because it's just the basics in it. Mm. It really is the basics for us. So. We go outside for one walk, as a minimum, no matter how long or short it is. Like It is huge for us, both of us, for clearing our mind. Like this morning, we had an absolute shocker. Twins weren't getting to sleep, so we were just like, right, let's just get out on a walk. Because we were stressed, they were crying, and we were like, it'll be get better for all of us. There was 15 minutes of crying and chaos whilst we all gathered ourselves for the walk. But as soon as we were out, <laughs> Phil was like, I instantly feel better. And then started rabbiting on at me for the next five minutes. I was like, I'm not where you're at right now. Give me a minute. <laughs> I felt bad by the time we got to the top of the drive. It was Literally. Mad. It was I was like, I need a minute. I'm not caught up yet. Um, but it massively reduces things like brain fog, increases converse- conversation, concentration. I think I need to go out now so I can mm. concentrate on my words. Gives us energy and the big one, eases all the aches and pains from being sat in weird positions on the floor with mm. the babies because that is a thing that now happens. A lot. And like if, if, particularly if you've got any kind of children that you've got to get along with you at the minute or the weather's bad or whatever, like... I know it's a hundred times harder when you've got to either have that mental battle with yourself or get all the people, tiny people in your house ready on the dog ready. But it's always worth the effort. Like, and I honestly, I feel like if you saw my Instagram story um, yesterday, I talked about my little incident at the dentist, which was absolutely chaotic with the twins. It wasn't yesterday because this is going out on Monday. But all right, on Thursday. last week. 
Um, and it was an absolutely chaotic experience. But it made me think back to the first time I went out for a walk on my own with the twins and literally had to think about every minute thing because our pram doesn't fit through the door in our house. So we have to put the pram up outside the gate because it doesn't fit through the gate or the door. And then also get Reggie and get all the pram assembled, get the babies in the pram, etc, etc. And I remember the first time I did that, it was literally, it took so much headspace and took so long and I was so stressed. But like, no, I don't even think about it because I just do it because I know what I'm doing and it's just my little system and I go out at the same time every day at the minute and and it's it's easy. It's I mean, it's not easy. I don't think easy is the right word. It's not like it's easy There's to less do mental it. battle. Yeah, and also I think when you've done something so many times and you know it's beneficial, it's like you kind of just force yourself sometimes. Yeah, I think it, I think the right way of phrasing it instead of it's just easy, it's it's just a habit now. So doable. like I, I just do what I need to do to get them out on a walk. We do, which brings us nicely on to number two because this is a habit we started way, way, way before we had kids. Yeah. And it's planning our meals a week in advance. We sit down once a week on a uh, Wednesday morning and we plan out, I say we, gender's a lot of it, but plan out exactly what we're going to have every single day, the ingredients that we're going to need for every single meal. That creates our shopping list. We go to the shop, we buy those foods that are on the shopping list, we bring them home, that fills our cupboards, fridge and freezer. And it means that the next seven days we don't need to think about what we're going to eat and as a nice little bonus tip here as well we also put into our calendar when we need to take things out of the freezer because there's nothing worse than getting to like a tuesday night and you're like right it's chicken wraps for tea and your chicken's still in the freezer because that ain't getting defrosted in time but actually by setting an alarm on monday night to say take the chicken out of the freezer it's more likely to happen but remember people don't understand what take it out means take out the freezer yeah people don't get it people don't know what take out the freezer means yeah if i said to someone take the chicken out of the freezer and they didn't know what that meant I think we just have to not be friends. I'm sure that I'm sure. How like every time I put it that? on my my story, people like I'd like read that a few times then to understand what you meant. Take chicken out freezer. Yeah. How, what else could it mean? Or maybe is it lift it out of the freezer? Lift out is what no. people. No. I'm sure it's take it out that people don't get. What do you mean? Could someone please message me and let me know what you don't understand about that sentence? <laughs> take the chicken out the freezer. I just don't think it's a convention. I don't think it's necessarily that they don't understand it because I think they can grasp it, but they're just like, what does that even mean? Like, this is one of those moments where like, I don't mind if I've offended someone. No, you're not, <laughs> not offended by the language that you're using there, but they just don't. That doesn't don't. make any sense It's like bam cake, bun, bread roll, bread cake. Like, it's like one of those situations. Sorry, what? Did they, how do they say it differently in another part of the country? What? Take the chicken out the freezer. Um, I don't know. Because I'm not in the other part of the country. Nah, I'm not having there's a different part of the country where take the chicken out of the freezer wouldn't make sense. Um, remove the chicken from the freezer. That makes it sound like I'm it's I'm sure in there's the, a like... phrase that we, like, um, I don't know. It's definitely a phrase to do with us taking something out of the freezer that people don't understand. Because every time I put it on my story... Someone message Jen and explain. Yeah. Because I'm lost here. Anyway. As to what else it could mean. Anyway. Do you know what? Can I tell them what we've started doing as well now? Because no, can't. And you know that this you go into anyway. is... <laughs> Why do you ask me? You know that planning the week in advance is something that we've always done. Yes. We put a little spin on this. And this is something that I've done with my mum clients, which is why. So, it feels right I tend to do the planning of the food shop because I'm the one who's fussy, usually. Yeah, I'm not um, the one who does see anything. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I was finding I really struggling to, like... Even though I've got underneath a um, food shop list is, like, a whole list of meals... Like, I just didn't have the brain energy to, eat, like, compile it into a, a, a plan for the week. So we spent three weeks, didn't we, creating, like, a different plan. 
And at the minute, like, if we've got a week where we can't be bothered planning, we just pick one of those weeks that's already pre-planned. Copy and, and post, don't. Yeah. And I think if, if I, over time, I'd like to create, like, a four-week rotor and we just, like, roll around every four weeks. Who's on shift tonight? Burgers and chips. <laughs> <laughs> but it's working really well, isn't it? Because it means that... And, and and then like when we come back round to it, we're tweaking it. So we're like, oh, do you know what? Like last time we had that meal with that meal in the same day, we we were quite quite hungry. So let's like, switch that out there. And actually, that one didn't have enough vegging because it didn't keep us full. Um, we noticed that we were at when every time we had salmon, we were always um, starving in the evening. So we switched it out for chicken instead because salmon's well expensive and we're not buying more. But it it's allowing us to like really refact because it's the same thing coming round again we can refine it and really get the most out of it and i've done that quite a lot with mums in the past which is why i used it as a strategy for us when i was just like i just can't think like i can't i can't bring myself to plan it it's already there um and we just have to tweak it if we've got anything on in the week then that pretty much covers why we plan in advance so we just don't have the headspace to think in the evening no. like if i walked up to a cupboard or a fridge or whatever and was like right we don't know what we're gonna have what should we make we'd end up at McDonald's because I don't want to think at 6pm what I need to make. And I don't have the headspace to do that. Like there's too much going on in my head to be like, what shall I have? What shall I make? Can I put this with that? What about this? And what I always find is you end up creating boring meals or like picky meals that you never have a proper meal because who's thinking about what sauce they're going to create at 6pm at night? Absolutely nobody. But if you do it in advance, you can really think about what you're going to have. And it means that you do keep eating, filling, tasty, healthy meals rather than just random things you've thrown on a plate, like half a bag of Watsits and three cucumber sticks and whatever, like a piece of pizza that you had last night that's left over in the fridge. Like, that's not a meal. But if you plan in advance what you're going to have, you li- like, I literally, some days, I walk into the kitchen and I don't even know what I'm having for tea. I open the meal plan and I'm like, right, that's what we're having. Like, tonight, I know it's burgers because we spoke about mm-hmm. it before. But if I didn't, I wouldn't have known that until tonight. And I'd walk in the kitchen and I'd be like, right, what is it? Right, it's burgers. And then just start making it. And it's so much easier. And I know that the planning of it takes time. But the way I look at it, or the way we look at it is, it takes about 30 minutes to plan a week's worth of food. But it takes me about 15 minutes, at least every evening, to wander around the cupboards, fridge and freezer to decide what to have. At least 50, probably somewhere between 20 and 25. So if I'm going to do that every single day, why don't I just do it once on the weekend? I'll be honest, now we've got that list, it took me like 30 seconds to do this week because I didn't need to change anything. It was all the same plan as what I had there. And also what I've been doing is I've been putting the ingredients underneath in the order that they are in the shop as well. So that like... That's a biggie. Stop doing your food shop lists in random orders. Do it in the order in the 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 shop. Honestly... Those people who are sat perusing, I am not a peruser. Is that a word? Peruse. Yeah, you're not a peruser because you're not from Peruse. Yeah. From... I'm not. I'm not. I'm not in the shop dawdling. I am not there no. to dawdle. I'm there to get my shopping. Time it once. Don't wait sixteen minutes in an hour. Yeah, honestly, week. every week. I, the other day, I left at half nine, got back at half nine. That's it. It's a ten minute drive there and back. Mm. So I was literally in there like fifteen minutes. No, twenty. Mm. Um, can't count. Um, but. Honestly, people trying to open... Since Aldi put those fridges in, it does not... Gets right in my way. Like, I'm like, excuse me, I need to get in that fridge, please. Like, move your butt. I need chicken get out your way. <laughs> yeah. Move. But, in all seriousness, it really does help having it in the, in the so anyway, order. So, we've got five habits to chat about, and that's two, and we're 25 minutes in. So, okay, that's number three, next one. Um, oh, this is key, and it's literally staring right in front of me. Uh, filling up a two-litre bottle of water at the start of the day and taking it everywhere. Now, this is one that genuinely... Are you, are you shaking it? Not Visual yet. sound effects. I mean, 
No, not visual sound effects. Just sound effects. Sounds like it's going to taste good, though. No, don't. Don't take it. It's also one of those ones that keeps it cold as well. It's not actually two litres. It's 1.2 litres, but I fill it up twice. <sighs> don't. That's gross. No one needs to hear that. Who's doing audio? No. Um, it's a podcast. They can't no, see you drinking like it. No, I don't like that noise. It's awful. Do you know what was worse? Um, that burp you did last week. No, it wasn't even last week, so shut your face. Um... Yeah, it's one of those ones that keeps it cold as well, but it's big. It's like 1.2 litres, which is what I need. And it's got a little straw in it. If you need it, it's a great bottle. Really rate it. So if you want a link, I was going to say at me. It's at that me. Very nice. Hashtag at. At me. It'll be sponsored by One, one Green bo- Bottle. One Green Bottle. One, one Green, green Bottle. bottle. <laughs> on a um, but yeah, I literally, I fill oh. it up at the start of the day. And I've got an alarm on my phone that goes off at 12 to just be like, have you drank that first bottle yet? And if I've not, I find it and I drink it dead fast. Stop reading the bottle of the bottle. The bottle of the bottle. <laughs> OneGreenBottle.com is the website. I got it off it's Amazon. It's got a nice now. little hashtag. Reuse or refuse. Oh, lovely. Have some of that. Have some. I think it's actually made out of recycled materials. 304 grade stainless steel is. Great. Anyway. Um, it's called One Is this Green what bottle? it's like being you and, and me, pink. but versus the other way around? Because this mean? is what I'm like with you. Oh, it's so annoying, isn't it? <laughs> It's a pink bottle, even though it's called one green bottle. Yeah, it Doesn't is. make sense. It should be called one pink it's bottle. It's on Amazon anyway. Um, or maybe they only had one green bottle, so they sent you the pink one. <laughs> we pack it in. You do it on purpose, now. Do what on purpose? Yeah, whatever. Um, do you know what, Jenny? It's that I've just found out if I answer a question with a question. <laughs> no, you, no, you've not just found this out because I say it all the time. Honestly, this morning, it's raining outside, is it? <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> I, d- I think I think it might be difficult to go for a walk. Do you? <laughs> no. He doesn't. Do you know when? Do you know why he annoys me? It's because it's when he's not really listening. Is it? <laughs> Did you ever then? Um, Shouting nasty things. At me. So filling up um, a bottle at the start of the day. I've got an alarm to remind me at the middle of the day to see if I've drank it, and then when I've drank it, fill it up again. And I've got an alarm at five o'clock to see if I've drank it. And it's just my little prompt to just make sure I've got it. But I do carry it around everywhere with me. And also, that that is a new habit I've had to start since becoming a mum because I was an absolute fish before we had babies and now I just forget. Mm. So, like, I, I needed to dial in on some of the ways that I help clients remember to keep hydrated and do it myself um, because it's not a natural thing for me anymore. It used to be. It used to be such a natural thing, but it's just not. Um, but... I notice it. The days where I don't have that water, I really, really notice it. Um, like, energy's definitely down. Concentration's not there. Like, I get cranky. Like, it's mad how much water can impact you. Isn't it? Hmm. Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> I thought you, you'd been on a roll then. I didn't know you'd stop speaking. Oh, uh, yeah. That's yeah. it. I'm done. So, speaking of water, number four, shower every day. Yeah. In the morning. In the morning. Stop saying you're going to have one later. You're not. Later's not going to come. Like, if you've got kids, even if you're not, like, oh, just, I'll, I'll have one later on. It's 10 o'clock at night. Oh, I forgot to do it, didn't I? Have one in the morning. Do you know what? It massively impacts my day, that. Yeah. I've started going to the gym in the morning, and I don't like the fact that, that I have a shower later on in the day, because it's pointless me having a shower, going to the gym, having another shower. So I go to the gym, I shower after the gym, but I don't like that as much, because it means that I'm not starting my day with a shower. It really, really wakes me up. That mm. it makes me feel like I'm like ready for the day. Is that right? I've had a shower. I'm ready to go. Like I need that kind of like I don't know. It's like a like a trigger for me to be like I'm fresh. 
I'm ready to go. Uh, I've got new clothes on. I'm ready to start the day. It makes you feel good, doesn't it? Yeah, it just, I think... Positive start to the day. Gives you five minutes to yourself as well, unless yeah, you move into 45 minutes. And, like, what we do is, like, even if one of us is going out early, we'll make sure that, like, we're up in enough time to make sure we can put, like... So Phil will... We have a little rotor in the morning, don't we? So, um, Phil gets up a little bit early because he prefers having a bit of time on his own. So he gets up as his breakfast, comes up, he feeds both the babies while I go get breakfast. Then I finish off feeding the babies, change the babies while Phil has a shower. Then he comes in, get while he's getting ready, I go and have a shower. Like, it, it, it works really, really well for us in that the babies get fed and we both get breakfast and shower. And we are out for a walk. So we're up at half six and we're out for a walk by eight. So that's what we do within that time frame. And it really helps us to just kind of have that little flow and we both get fed and showered before the day even starts, don't we? We do. It works really well. Yeah. And I think especially if you're maybe, you, if you're a mum, a new mum listening to this and you're still on maternity leave, like... I've got a client that is in this situation now and I shared this with her and she was like, do you know what, actually that really helps. So she now makes sure she gets up before her, her husband leaves to work and has a shower and she's ready for the day. Because I know so many mums always say like, oh, my partner comes home and I'm still in my pyjamas because I've just not had a minute to myself. Like, But just try and make that commitment to be up early enough to get yourself, if you know that that... Because like for me, it's such a big one for my mental health is being ready and having fresh clothes on because I feel so gross when I just in my pajamas all day. Yeah, I can't. It really, it. really impacts my mental health. Hmm. Not something for everyone, but for me, it really, it does really does. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Yeah. Number five. Number five is um, taking the two minute moments where possible. Like, if you are someone who either is a parent or has got a really busy job, feel like they're really strapped on time, like you might, it might not feel possible or even achievable to carve out big chunks of time for yourself. So it's really thinking about having the little two minutes to yourself. Like we talked about this the other day and you laughed, like I'm just not getting a second at the minute. I was like, right, we'll just make sure that you're taking two minutes. I was like, sit on the toilet a bit longer or like tell me to stop shouting, talking to you when you're on the toilet because <laughs> that's, that's usually cool. what I do. Um, I live to like, right, I'm just going to go and have two minutes. I sit down and you're like, can you bring me a muslin when you come down and can you make sure that you get me a dummy as well and can you bring that that moisturiser for Ezra's head? We need to get that as well. And when you come in, can you bring me... And I'm like, just wanted two minutes. But yeah, I can, I can gather a suitcase together and pour all that stuff. <laughs> I get halfway down the stairs. When you come down, can you just pass me that water bottle and can you make me a coffee when you're done? <laughs> Yeah, I can do a lot. I actually enjoy making the coffee, so it's fine. But just, that feels mindful like... moment. But yeah, it's, it could even it's, it could even be things that you're already doing as well. Like for example, having a brew. Like if you mm. can have a brew, um, like literally just take a minute to just sit and appreciate your brew. If you've got a moment of calm and and you're able to kind of drink it and just be really present in it, it can be really powerful to just have that, or even like a cold glass of water or whatever it is, um, or just breathing while you're on the toilet you know i've talked about this a million and one times even when i was teaching about breathing um but it's just making the most of those little moments just stepping outside for a couple of minutes and having some fresh air or um just i don't know taking two minutes to have a conversation with someone or whatever it may be but it just dropping those throughout the day just helps to keep that keep dropping those stress levels down and that overwhelm down so that it's not building up throughout the day if you can kind of keep dropping those little little bits for yourself in throughout the day it stops it from escalating because 
the more of the the annoying little things that are happening that you don't take those two minute moments in between it builds and builds and builds and builds until we like tip over and we're kind of completely overwhelmed and start dissociating with things and that's when we hit that like evening time where we're like doom scrolling and watching reality tv but not actually watching it and emotionally in like if we can drop those little two minute moments in throughout our day and keep a a tab on that we don't get to that point where we just feel like oh by the end of the day evening i was gonna say the evening so before i put you on the spot quick recap first thing we do is go out for one walk every single day as a minimum we plan our meals a week in advance we fill up a two litre bottle of water and start it take it everywhere shower in the morning we take two minute moments where possible i think it's just systemizing as much of your life as possible isn't it that's that's been our goal doing things your future self will be grateful for yeah literally that because like a lot of that stuff i don't want to do in the moment but i know i'll feel better if i do it I literally just force myself to do all that, basically. Every day, I force myself to do all of that. Mm, it's always worth it. Never easy, mm. but definitely makes me feel better. It's keeping me going. Mm. That is it. All that matters. Yeah. Right, so put you on the spot. I... I want you to imagine you're an F1 driver. Uh-huh. Who's the person that you'd like to be your co-driver? Like, who's oh. the second person? Okay, I like this question a lot. Good. Drive to Survive, new series is on. It is. Not I mean, got the headspace to watch it right now. But it literally starts tonight as well, I found it. It does, yeah. Um, oh. Um, That's when you're listening to this back, it's already started. You'll already know can I just put Toto Wolf in a car? Um, or does it have to be another actual driver? I, mean, I was thinking another driver, but <laughs> he probably has been in an F1 car a few times. I think I'd quite like him to be like my person. Your person? My person like that I'm with. No. Oh. Uh, who else do I like though? Um, no one's standing out in my brain, you know. Oh, Ricardo. Yeah, you'll Ricardo. Don't Got you? to be. I I just don't get the the hype of Daniel Ricardo. He's it. so funny. Oh, I don't know. He's a great guy. He's alright. I feel really sorry for him. Made I hope t- his day comes. He made some terrible career decisions. He really has. Horrendous. I know. He lost all his confidence, though the poor little soul. He did. Uh, yeah, I think it would. No, you it would be, be him. Driving at 200 miles I take back Toto Wolf. It's definitely Daniel Ricciardo. Yeah, good show. Yeah, that's the one. I like it. Because he's just fun. Great to have around. Always doing his little squats. Yeah, he is. <laughs> just rocking in the bottom of a squat. He's been sat in the bottom of a squat. <laughs> Literally, all he ever does. <laughs> Maybe he just really wants good mobility for some reason. Yeah, I really want. Can we watch it again? Because I want to. I want to watch his story. Watch what again? I feel like he's just a star of Drive to Survive, isn't he? <laughs> See, I don't see it. I don't. I don't like him. I'm not a oh, huge fan. Uh, you just don't like him because there's a big hype around him because he's not done very well since you've started watching. No, it. it's not that. I, I. I just don't. He's okay. He's Aww. fine. He's all right. Like there's him. just many people I like more. Oh, everyone. Tell me. All of them. Name one. All of them. Name one. Lewis. <laughs> Max. <laughs> No, you do not like Max more than Daniel Ricardo. There's bits of Max that I like more than Daniel Ricardo, but. No, no, he's a terrible human. He's not. He is. There are many things I dislike he's about very him. Very arrogant. Yeah, but I feel like when you win every race bar two, it's difficult not to be, isn't it, for him? Bahrain. Success in bar two. <laughs> Brilliant. It's Bahrain this weekend as well. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> I wish I knew that would have been so much better. <laughs> I know, intentional pun, Phil, honestly. Right. It wasn't even really a pun. Intentionally. End the episode there. What if I don't want to? Well, the laptop's in front of me and I know where the button is, so I can just click it. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, enjoy yourself. 
I hope you all enjoy the F1 if you're watching it. And we will catch up with you next week. Please don't stop the podcast now. Please don't stop the podcast. Don't you're do just it. doing that so it makes it don't look like it. I'm a really bad person. Don't do it. <laughs> See you next week. You know me so well. Bye. <laughs>